0: Welcome.
1: Pass the Welcome to Passy Isle. <laughs> <laughs> um it's June thirteenth,
0: two thousand nineteen. I
1: think this is the first show of June, I believe.
0: Oh yeah, we missed the first one. So yeah. sorry, I forgot to update you. We went camping last week and that was nice.
1: Yeah, that was good. Yeah. So we went camping out in San Ofre for um, one week. Yeah. And uh, you got a lot of time to go fishing. Yeah. And caught nothing.
0: A little too much time <laughs> to get to get skunked.
2: <laughs>
1: but that was surprising, even though you guys have, you know, bait and didn't eat. I mean, your dad caught everything, as usual. Yeah. I mean, thank <laughs> he goodness. He has a secret touch.
0: Thank goodness. I always feel like um, Jenna would always, like Jenna and I would always kid, like, if we caught something first, it's not a it's not a good trip until our dad catches something. Mm. Cause then the joy is just like really now vibing with everyone. Cause that's like my father's passion, so
3: yeah, it's
1: cool. He wasn't too excited though when he's, he caught he's it. He's
0: always on the down though, but on the inside he's really excited. Oh okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, he was like, <laughs> "I just reeled it up, and then I caught." Something. If he
0: wasn't excited, he would stop fishing.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: if he didn't believe he could catch anymore. <laughs> but even when it was like, because he had already caught in that one leopard shark when we realized like, it was really cold. Yeah, he's like, "When I get one, I'm cool." So and that's
1: good. I mean, yeah. it was a good size. Yeah. It was yeah. A good size.
0: Anyway, yeah. So last show we had we had Courtney on. Yeah. And so now that we're having possible guests on, we're definitely going to have another <coughs> guest on, a couple more that I have my eye on, um, surprise later on. Not really surprise, I already kind of announced it, but um, I wanted to break it up where we have a chance to, like, touch base before
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, we invite another guest on, because I was telling you this morning, like, it's still, it's still about us. Yeah. And um, I remember my time being in podcasting, like, it was all about numbers and who you could get. And it was very
1: shallow. Yeah, it's always a clickbait when it comes very to. Very clickbait-y. I mean, when it, when anything new comes out, everyone wants to ruin it. Like you said, with marketing. <laughs> yeah. So it. Well, the the you quote know, is. People, ev- yeah. Marketers ruin everything. That's yeah. The quote. yeah. Well, now you know we want to just produce authentic content. Be real. Be be out here. Show our true self. Our relationship. Our relationship in business. Yeah. So that's what "Pass the Aisle" is about. And yeah. Let's do it.
2: Yeah. I I, I think it's
0: really important to say that out loud because, uh, like, I just see it more and more, especially with, you know, we keep talking about social media. We just watched all of the um, Black Mirror episodes. That was all Mm. about the dangers of social media and the overuse and the the tendency to look at numbers.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, I'm clearly sick of social media after not being on instagram throughout the entire camping i felt so much happier
2: yeah
1: like i didn't I, I seriously never been into instagram
0: i i caught you though many times what do you mean i caught you going on your phone
1: yeah that was just checking emails like no. usual
0: Maybe you're on instagram yeah <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's like, and I just remind you like, oh, it's not the reason why we're here. And even when we'd be in the tent afterwards when it's ready to go to sleep and we have the um, the habit of looking at our phones before we sleep. Mm-hmm. And then in my mind, I'm like, this is not why I'm here, but I'm on here anyway. And you're like, you're just brainlessly scrolling. Yeah. I think when you're brainlessly scrolling, you are not even seeing anything cool or funny or something like that. Like you're not getting anything from it, but you're just like, the habit of doing It's it. like
1: the modern day book before you sleep. You just need to tire your brain out. So, I mean, that's how I use it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I just need to see a bunch of content until, like, You're, like zoned my, out. Yeah, my brain is exhausted.
0: Yeah, I would yeah. go to, like, the, how I would rationalize it, too, like, before we go to sleep, I'm like, like, say after after we did our thing and it's, like, time for us to go to sleep, but we're, we have to come down from that, like, um, we have to calm our minds down. And so I'll be like, oh, I have to read now. So I go on Mashable or Dig, and I try mm. to read something. And that would be my rational, rationalization. like, I'm, oh, I'm, At least I'm not on Instagram, and I'm yeah. reading something on the phone. And then you'll be like, okay, this is so goddamn boring, I'm going to just go to sleep now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, right now I, I'm like still learning how to subsurf, and I'm just getting inspiration from a lot of articles. So
0: I think that's fine. It's yeah.
1: Like, I mean, I use I just...
0: To learn yeah you know? I, I'm
1: just watching that before I sleep now
0: I'm just talking yeah. about the brainless surfing yeah scrolling I mean brainless scrolling that you're doing on Instagram or Facebook I find myself doing that a lot I'm like I'm just here because of the motion yeah the, the habit of going on your phone and immediately just checking Instagram
1: yeah it's like <clears throat> so I mean the topic feels like today it's to
0: just a little bit
1: a little bit I
0: have some stuff of how
1: social about. media is yeah, taking away from the actual life. Like without Facebook, without Instagram, yeah. you have so much time in the world. Yeah. Um it, which is which is very true. Yeah. Like if you didn't spend that time looking down your phone or interacting to whoever's commenting on your photos or whatever, right? You have a lot more time to do the other stuff. Yeah. Even though, yeah, it's like and then it comes back to like the dopamine effect where everyone chimes in, comments, hey, praises your work and all that, right? You're like, <gasps> and you're like, oh, thank, thank you. you. And then you go to your actual job, which is not that cool, right? Yeah. And it takes you longer,
2: yeah.
1: right? Yeah. That's, uh, that's a, like the factor, the con of social media, yeah. I feel. Yeah. And, um, and you tend like with the internet nowadays, I mean this, when we first dated, I don't feel like I bought as much stuff but nowadays, I feel like
2: yeah, every freaking
1: day, we're on Amazon, just <laughs> click, add to cart, click, add to cart. Yeah. Oh, I think I need this, oh, I think I need this, yeah. right? Yeah. And then an idea that pops in your head, or for myself, right, an idea that pops in my head that I wanna bring more of a unique photo for my clients, then I start to think all the tools that I need to put that together, mm-hmm. and I start adding into cart. <laughs> and it's bad.
0: What did you add to the cart lately? Like, like, so, the thing, I think, right? I didn't even look yeah,
1: at so what I'm, uh, what I'm adding currently in my cart is an <laughs> 8x11 mirror and an iPad holder uh-huh. to hold that mirror. Uh-huh. So I found a mirror that's the same size as the iPad Pro. So it can have that clamp, just like how we hold our phones on a tripod. Then I found a tripod mount to mount it on my tripod. So now I can move this mirror for any creative angles versus telling someone to hold this mirror for me. Uh, More creative reflection-type photos or, you know, whatever I can... I'm just seeking more inspiration and doing different things. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, but before, you know, it wasn't that easy of access you have to hop in your car go to target go shop around a little bit yeah, add in your basket yeah. and then contemplate if you actually need it in line and then you take it out
0: <laughs> you still do that on amazon you like put a bunch of stuff in your car and yeah. then it would just like stay there and then it would be like oh save for later <laughs> yeah
1: but i still feel like it's so accessible that we still buy things a lot quicker yeah yeah
0: well i think that goes to show like you must have your own uh, self control.
1: Need self control, definitely. And I mean, yeah. This past uh, th- when we uh, were camping, right? Yeah. I needed self control from <laughs> not eating.
0: Oh, yeah. I was gonna say the the long fin for your board.
1: <laughs> no, not that. It was like eating like crazy. Like yeah. I was trying to really hone down. Yeah. Like.
0: Well, it's man. easy if I if I don't make anything for you. Yeah, and
1: then. <laughs> Yeah, and then I'm like bashing myself, and I'm like, "Fuck!" I gained uh, two pounds. I'm like, "Fuck!" I need to go back down yeah. to 168. Yeah, yeah. I just went back to 170. And I'm two like, pounds? Really? Yeah. You
0: bashed like, yourself
2: for two pounds? Yeah, because
1: I'm in a, I'm, you know, I'm leading to somewhere. I mean, my goal was to go down to 165 or uh-huh. yeah or 160 at least. Yeah. I mean, that that's it for the years, like you know, maintain one sixty as long as you can and then once that another level hits, yeah, go down from there. Mm. But um, yeah, I just over ate. Like yeah. and then
0: But you ate the same as everybody else.
1: And then we had a little tendency of uh, or it's me, right? I'm like, let's go out and eat. Let's yeah. go out and eat. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I need to control myself from <laughs> doing that. And then I like realized and that's why I kinda got mad at myself. I'm like, man, that eighty one dollar freaking meat really um, killed me i was yeah. like if we didn't go out it wasn't for me wanting <laughs> to go out i wouldn't have spent 81 dollars for a shitty meal
2: yeah. yeah yeah
1: i felt really bad after that i was yeah. like man i fucking just wasted money right there
0: i mean money can always be earned
1: yeah i know but i think
0: you're more you're more mad at the fact that um like collectively maybe maybe you're realizing that you go out a lot
1: no yeah i realize yeah. I, we've been going out a lot and it's because of me like i can't I can't like, I just need to do shit or something. I need it, but then, I don't know. Like I get really um, cabin fever from just staying in the office for too long. And, and then going outside, it, it's either really hot, windy, or there's flies attacking me. Uh, <laughs> and then I don't like, you know, feel motivated mm-hmm. to go outside around our neighborhood. And I wanted to just go out to another city, right? That yeah. doesn't have all that, right? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, then there's like no one available to hang out, yeah. right? So that's why I was like, "Let's go out! Let's go out!" Yeah. But,
0: <laughs> but then, then, but then when we do that, like it yeah. costs money to travel because we're we're far away now. Yeah, kind of like you know. And then it costs money to just entertain your brain. I think you're like, mm-hmm. well, what do we do when we get down here? Well. Either buy something, yeah, or uh, like or shop or eat, right? And, and eating mm, costs a lot. Yeah,
1: mostly it's eating. Like I feel we don't shop as much anymore mm-hmm. because we do it all online now. Mm-hmm. But um, it's eating <laughs> mainly. Right. Eating mm. and uh, drinks cost a lot. Yeah, and it just adds up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, we watched documentaries on Netflix recently, and they would they would talk about that how our culture, Millennials, oh, would always keep going out to eat yeah. and then they come back and they're they like, they yet. can't afford a house, <laughs> they can't afford, you know, a car payment or things because they are falling
0: we don't fall into that category. Yeah,
1: I know, but I'm trying not to fall in eating every day, eating out every day. Like today, I'm like staying aware that I'm not going Chick-fil-A or In-N-Out since it's around the corner or say that I'm hungry, let's go eat. Well, I assume
0: that because, like, you know, like, I'll make you food, and then I make you a lot of food. Yeah. But then you, like, you freaking waste it. I get mad because you're, like, you tell me, like, oh, let's save money, and it's our money that we're buying when we go buy a Costco or whatever, and we do it in a way that saves us time and stuff, and I'm, like, and I just threw away, like, a bunch of food that I made for you that is – it's supposed to be healthy. It's supposed to, like – not have a lot of salt for you. Yeah. And then what I don't understand is, like, you know, like, Hovick offered you ketchup, right? Yeah. It's just so retarded. Not retarded, but, like, dumb. And then um, you're like, oh, I can't have ketchup because it has sugar. Yeah. And then, like, we go to In-N-Out, and you put all this bread, you have the cheese, you do all the things, and, like, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Well,
1: that's self-control. Like, someone myself has to control So it's little by little, and however I kind of manage it, um, I mean, you will see it on the outside, but it is like a drug. I don't know what you have that you can't control, right? If I was to take that little thing from you, uh, you will try your best not to do it, but then it will come out in other ways, right? So... That's why I'm saying I'm trying to fight against, but myself. I've given you
0: alternatives. For example, cheese, processed cheese mm-hmm. on a cheeseburger, which you always get. Yeah, you never say no cheese, right? And I'm like, dude, if you just eat, um, if you just eat organic cheese, you can have cheese. Just don't eat the processed cheese, mm. right? Yeah, so but I'm I mean, you alternative.
1: You give me alternatives, but we're still going out to eat. So I was like you know sort of like fuck it in a way we were (laughs) out and we're eating yeah you know I'm not going to eat cheese at home yeah because it no matter what cheese adds more calories to the actual food
0: yeah but you just make rationalization like we're out so I'm just like so fuck it that's a little like um you just dig yourself deeper you know what I mean well
1: that's why I'm trying to say is I'm trying (laughs) not to eat outside as
0: much Yeah. yeah But, I mean, like, you're very extreme in weird ways. Like, I don't want to have ketchup, but then you'll have spread. Or you'll have waffles after every meal. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't make... Like, you dipping in ketchup one time, yeah. right, or twice or whatever.
2: But
1: it's still self-control. I'm, I'm yeah. still trying to handle that. It's yeah. been... Uh, how long? Since my... <laughs> My checkup was February, right? It's no. Still... I mean, you've
0: been like that forever, but um... yeah.
1: But then you know, I I've been logging since the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's okay. the only thing that's been keeping me afloat. But then <laughs> once we, uh, if I stop logging, I think I'll just eat whatever. But it, it's been helping me.
0: Yeah, you to, log all your stuff. To
1: I think you to uh, control
0: your weight went down a lot too.
1: I mean, my weight went down, but I wanted to go down further. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I'm, at least you're progressing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I want to. Yeah. Yeah. and Then now it's like really hot and I was blacked out.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do something about it.
1: It's too hot. Why? But add a fan.
0: Why didn't you go get a fan? I
1: wanted to condition and see if it works.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is what I don't, This you do this a lot. So you're like, you'll like put yourself in a really shitty situation. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be like, you'll complain to me. Yeah. And like when you came out of the gym, you're like, mm, 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 whatever. And then I'm like, dude we have five fans? Yeah. You're like, do your parents have any more fans? I was like, they gave us five fans. <laughs> why don't Why don't you go get one? Yeah. Like, why didn't you do that?
1: <laughs> well, I didn't want. To, I mean, I'm done. Is it a la-
0: Is it a lazy thing?
1: Uh, I didn't want to really use those types of fan in the gym. It wasn't like. Um. Like I felt it needed need like a more powerful type fan. It is
0: better than nothing. Like yeah. this is weird to me. Like <laughs> I'll just I'll just wait till I have the most expensive big ass fan, like oh it's gotta be sleek and expensive and like high yeah. tech and fucking shit. And I'm like, why? It just has to cool you down
1: yeah <laughs> but, but still I didn't well yeah the part of it was laziness I didn't want to go in
0: okay I just want you to own up to it that yeah. way that way and you're talking about self-control right yeah um, the biggest thing that I found like in learning how to have more self-control because obviously I've gone through my own depression with food because I can't eat so many things yeah it's been really hard on me and so what I do is like okay well I cannot be in denial where it's like I just make excuses for myself so I can eat certain things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's really easy to do. Like when we go out, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm not gonna do anything, so I'll just have this hamburger." Yeah. But what happens? Like I get such a bad reaction to eating white bread and all that stuff, right? Yeah. It's not gluten free, and I'm like, "Dude, why am I? Why do I do that to myself? Why do I lie to myself? Like, why do I put up excuses for myself?" Yeah. And when I, if I'm trying to have more self-control and make my health better and stuff, like. Why do I fucking do that? <laughs> the same thing with you. And I know you, you're going to have your own journey. And like, I have my own journey with food too. Um, but it starts with like, you got to call yourself out. You can't just make, oh, I'm just, you know, we're out. So fuck it. Like, that's what I said to myself too when we had those sliders and we mm-hmm. had the hamburger or we had the Carl's Jr. And then what happened? Now I'm dealing with this, this yeah. thing right now. It's called. Proctalgia food jacks. Look that shit up.
3: Yeah, I
1: already looked it up.
0: That's not... I mean, I'm telling the audience.
1: Oh. <laughs> Look that funny shit up.
0: It is not pleasant, right? There's like... Okay, so I'm not going to go into detail about that. <laughs> but anyway, I'm like thinking of like, dude... So now I'm dealing with this for over three days because why? Probably all that shit that I'd like made excuses for myself. Yeah. You know? So it's it has to start now like in your mind like right now I can't just be like well I'm just gonna make an exception when we go out Mm -hmm. because then you'll never you'll never practice real self-control yeah it's like a fake self-control yeah because you give yourself that again I speak your language dopamine yeah when you get the cheeseburger when you put on the spread when you get the grilled onions like 'Cause you're so attached to it. Like I get it. Yeah. That's why I'm fucking sad every time my mom comes, <laughs> or I go visit my mom, or like we go out, anywhere yeah. we go out, I can't even eat it. Yeah. Like imagine that you physically could not eat the food that you love. Like you would get a knife in your tummy. Yeah. Or in your asshole. The yeah. feeling, right? If you try to eat that shit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Then then you would probably change really quick. But yeah. because The only thing that really changes with you, I think, because you're not, there's no physical pain on you. It's like, okay, yeah, I know I'm going to get diabetes, but like there's nothing immediate. Yeah. It's something more future, so it's not so immediate. And so I think that's why it's a little bit harder for you because there's not this immediate like stab in your tummy if you eat the, the bad food. Yeah. But you have to do that to yourself and be like, nope, like, yeah, even though it's in the future, it is like immediate when mm-hmm. i take on those things so i don't know that's my experience
2: I don't yeah know but it's though. true yeah
1: i mean each person every person we speak to they they have their own issues yeah and um yeah it's self-control and self-control is probably uh the most challenging thing um that you have to just face <laughs> in your life.
0: It's weird, yeah. yeah.
1: It's very weird. It, I, it, without, you know, like, I guess that's the yin and yang with just anything that you're so passionate about. What do you mean,
2: like <laughs> right?
1: food? Like food, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, there's a lot of foodies out there and ever since uh, the food culture came alive, uh, with Anaheim Packing House, food trucks, everyone became a foodie, and now to to do um, health checks, right? It, they're probably very addicted uh, to that lifestyle mm-hmm. and self-control, right? Um, I mean, we never went into a lot of those events, but I was I was always into going to like one of the, whatever's the best, whatever's going to give us uh, a tasteful experience. And yeah, self control is hard.
0: Why do you think you're so um, attached to food? What what do you think that goes back to? Hmm.
1: I mean, so uh, you know, we we spoke earlier, like a few shows back, that mm-hmm. it's always been how I was raised. Like my mom never cooked, my dad never cooked, so we always went out, anyways. Yeah. yeah. So it you know it kind of went to you know back to the origins <laughs> yeah they they worked their ass off, and what they got was just a bunch of two go stuff, and then we would just do a bunch of two go plates yeah every day, yeah yeah, yeah. so and that's so, what
0: you're used to
1: so i've i've been yeah I've been used to that, and uh I know it's it, it's like a habit probably right um and then once i i started to drive i feel like that made it even worse because i would just drive myself and get shit
0: or it's easier to get shit. yeah
1: you would just go wherever you want whatever you think of and you just go
0: do you, you think that because um, when you like your parents are separated right so when you guys when you guys would eat out would you all finally be all together
2: Mm. Or you eat,
0: they bought you to go and you eat it by yourself.
1: Uh, it's most times like most times they are working, so um, the food is ready there. I would just make it, but for myself, and mm-hmm. then I would just eat. So it's like, yeah.
0: So it's like, but no, you guys never had like a family meal together. Never sat. Down um, together I,
1: occasionally, sometimes like we'll go to restaurants, and that's the only time. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but you're still going out. It's
1: not. Yeah, we're still going out. <laughs> Rarely you'll do home cooked meals. Yeah, very rare. My my dad was a workaholic and basically probably dragged my mom along (laughs) in working with him. No, I mean workaholic. They were workaholics, so they would work from probably six a.m. all the way to like twelve a.m. Sometimes like two a.m. And there was never a vacation.
0: uh, No family vacation.
1: No family vacation. I think the only vacation we ever did together was like going to Disneyland, but then that only happened like once. One, one yeah. time. One so, time family vacation. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, I mean that's the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was his goals probably of what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Okay,
0: I see the mirror. Because yeah. with us, like, um, it. It makes me understand, like, why you like to go out because that's the time we usually get to spend together. Yeah. Because we do the same shit, right? Like, you'll work from the morning yeah. to the night. And you would expect me to do that before until I finally told myself, I'm going to take breaks. Like, yeah, I don't give a damn. <laughs> but we used, to, we used to both follow this very, like, you expect me to work all yeah. day long. And the, I feel like the moment I was not working or um, something there's probably something in you thinking she's not working,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know? And I felt that too, like subconsciously, but then I let that shit go because, and I told you why is it because yeah. it's, it's like too much strain in my eyes. I was getting a lot of migraines. Like look now I don't get migraines. Yeah. Right. So that, there you go. But, um, I see that mirror where it's like when we sit down to have family meal together, mm-hmm. which is, it's just us, but like, you're so ready to get up and go. And I'm like, now I, I can I can calmly and, like, not take it personally and say, yeah. you know, I worked really hard to make this.
3: Yeah. So fucking enjoy it. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're like,
0: oh, and then you'll remember. Yeah. But most of the time, you don't remember. And then, but, and then most of the time, too, I'm just like, I'm understanding because, like, whatever, yeah. like, work, whatever. But it gets in the way, um, I think, that that habit of, like, not really – having the opportunity to just be at home and have somebody cook you something. Yeah. And before you can just get it right away. Yeah. And you don't really see what goes into making food. Like the other day you we were watching a chef documentary, right? Yeah. And you're like, holy crap, like that's what goes into fried rice? Yeah. And I'm like, yep, you know, in the background. <laughs> <laughs> like. And there's so many times when I'm in the kitchen and you're working, and I know that your work, it involves a lot as well. But sometimes I also see that you don't see the work involved in the kitchen and to prepare food and all the work that goes into that and the actual like skill (laughs) to make food. Like before, before I met you, I didn't know how to cook and I learned how to cook because I want to cook for you. Yeah. So I was like, it was a really good motivator to go, okay, cool. I have this theory just like photography. And I'm like, these are the ingredients I have. And it's not always going to be what's in the book, but how do I still make it tasty?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And like, there's a skill there. There's like real work and skill that you need to learn and have time and practice and all that shit to get to the point where I am today where it's like, if there's something in the fridge, I can make something. And you'll be like, oh, it's good. I'm like, sweet, cool. Yeah. But it took time and work and energy to do it. Versus when you just go out, they have this like cut and dry recipe. They have hella preservatives. You don't know where the meat came from and all that stuff. And it's so weird that you don't question it when it's outside when we go out, like, what's the quality of this meat? Is it organic? Is it this, this, and that? And I'm like, and then when we try to cook something at home. Yeah. And, like, if I try to save money and buy, like, non-organic chicken, or I'm like, dude, it's the same chicken.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but then you're, like, more averse to it. Like, it's not marketed to you in a way that, like, suits your, your habit of receiving food. Yeah. And that's where it gets frustrating for me. And, but I try, I try to be understanding because I understand where you're coming from. You know, like, um, that's your upbringing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think, in, like, in order for us to move forward and, like, to help you, too. Because yeah. I don't want you to be attached to food. And, like, I see you struggling. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you put yourself there. And I'm like, I'm here. Like, yeah. we can cook healthy stuff. Uh, but then I get swept up in it, too, because it is so easy to just go and buy something. Because, yeah, it takes time and energy to make food. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like... Oh, man, yeah, it just took so long to make this, and you finished it so quickly. You know, or, or I'll finish it so quickly, and then like it's done. I got to go do it again.
2: You know, <laughs> so that's what
0: cooking at home feels like for the wife if she does all the cooking. Yeah, that's what it feels like. So sometimes it's like it's so tempting and easy and fun to go out because I'm not making it. Like I get to be served too. Like yeah. oh, good, I don't have to clean and wash and soak the pan and. Worry about the oil getting down my sink and all that shit, you know. So I get it, but like maybe we can find a a middle ground where we like, you know, like we went out the other day and I said, "What's our spending cap?" Because we went out to go have whiskey with Hovik. Yeah. But you didn't say anything, (laughs) so I was like, okay, so it's going to be like a free for all. But maybe we'll have like a eating out cap. Yeah. And then if you can, like, that simplifies it a lot. You're like, oh, I'm I'm gonna only eat out three times a week. This or whatever like whatever you want to do yeah and then um it'll just give you some structure where it's kind of brainless like nope this is like this is not my eating out day and i only have three or four days of whatever you want to do
1: yeah i think that w- i think that will work um
0: yeah sometimes
1: i i always think like i like it when we have engagements or i have shoots or i'm i have yeah shoots during the weekend you're gonna go out so I know I don't <laughs> I don't I don't look at Amazon I don't spend I don't you know oh. I'm always working so I was like that that's cool, you know oh. like it's a good balance
0: yeah, but you're relying on something else to not to control you that's a yeah. habit of yours as well you're like Remember with the whole diet, you're like, if you just cook me everything, I was like, what the fuck? That's hard. Yeah. Like, if you just tell me what to eat, if you just figure out how much calorie, I was like, what the fuck? No. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: I, was like, I was like, I'm trying to do that for me. It's so hard for me. Yeah. You know, like, you have to take some responsibility of your own, you know, your own life. So, gee, like, if you're relying on work, to give you control,
2: mm-hmm. that
0: means you're going to work forever. You're going to search for it forever. Yeah. You're going to always never be relaxed. And like, that's not good. You know? You should look at your father and go, oh, he's like stressed out, but he's younger than everybody. Yeah? <laughs> like you told
2: me, yeah. right? I was
0: like, yeah, maybe that's because he's always looking for something to do and he can't really enjoy relaxing as well. And you must be able to enjoy both mm-hmm. because you'll like just work yourself to death yeah yeah there's so there's so much good that comes from being ambitious for sure but you can be ambition and, ambitious and also relaxing because you want to take care of yourself right like you want to like tomorrow i'm so happy that you're gonna go surf by yourself like you're making the time <laughs> like you're not
1: lying uh, me steven's coming out oh, okay
0: to hang out <laughs> <laughs> well it's good i mean whatever but you're going on your yeah. own kind of and not relying on something else to like, oh, well, you're not going, I'm not going to go. Yeah. And like, well, now you're putting it on somebody else. Yeah. Right. The control, like, take control, you know. And yeah. then, like, with the with the work, it's okay. Like, the work will always be there, but but your health is not always going to be there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And like, people are always saying, like, you look you look older than what you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we are. Old, I'm older. <laughs>
0: Well, you're old, not, you're not that old, you know? So yeah. I just don't want you to um, forget about relaxing also. Yeah. Like taking care of yourself.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: what do you think of that?
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I speak like for 90 minutes and you're like, cool. No. What a great show.
1: <laughs> no, I think it's true. Yeah.
0: I don't know. That's just my I'm looking on the outside.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know what I have to do in self control. Yeah. Mm. And it's just baby steps. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you it's, are making progress.
1: It's easier to say it than doing it.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: I was not about to give up cheese. I love cheese. Mm-hmm. And you're you like, I love bread. Yeah. Right, breads are like number one thing, but like you can find ways around it. Like, okay, I was like, okay, cool. So I just have to eat the right kind of cheese. There's some cheeses I can't eat, and then it has to be really high quality cheese. And I always feel like, I always feel like a little like, um, uh, like stingy about spending more on organic cheese. I'm like, it's like three dollars
2: more.
3: Yeah.
0: Like I'll get in my head and be like, me too, because I'm always been kind of like on the cheap side, not really willing to spend. Um, for the expensive thing Mm
2: -hmm.
0: like you're like give me the best thing right I'm like give me the thing that works but sometimes that's not good because on one end of the spectrum you're like give me the best thing where maybe it's not the best for you Yeah. and then I'll be like give me the cheapest thing and I'm like that's going to break
3: tomorrow (laughs) right
0: so like can you find a middle ground so I think in terms of our spending habits like find a middle ground something that works for you I think you're making great compromises like Again you wanted the best board, mm-hmm. like it had to be custom and all this shit, but at least it was used. Yeah. Yeah, so you're not spending two grand on it. Yeah. Right. And then with me I'm like, Okay, like I need to start eating better, so I'm gonna stop buying the cheapest shit possible. When I'm i I'm really stuck in that cheap mind. Um, so yeah, just making those like compromises to come in the middle where it's mm-hmm. like, Yeah, you're you're getting good value but you're not spending the most and being outrageous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, I, I mean, I, I'm also seeing, um, I mean, we're we're both changing every year, changing our mentality. Mm. Um, the things that sort of stopped is, uh, I would say, for us is, um, there's so many things to do on our plate, like
2: right?
0: What? Like in business?
1: No, not in business, like, outside of business. Mm. It's like... There's, there's, like, a list in my head of what things I need to do as well is, is like... Can you tell ma- me? Making sure I clean the windows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to... You know, I want a, a, a place that's clean, right? Like, I don't like looking out and it's, like...
0: That's so funny. Because, like, in the inside, it yeah. can be really messy. Yeah.
1: No, I want to clean the house as well.
0: You know, so... Yeah. I, and then I clean, you know, I do yeah. my thing. And then... But they'll just the windows for you, like you own that, like you own that job. So I think you're just really proud of like, cause you bought the whole tools and everything and like. Well,
1: I like like it,
0: yeah, I like it. I feel that way about like, um,
1: I would like to clean my car as well, (laughs) but there's just, it's.
0: Well, you're gonna get the car washed. Yeah, I know.
1: But it's just (laughs) like, uh, if it wasn't for the damn flies, (laughs) that I would clean the car. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't know about that. Because, like, even when you're in your Belinda, you would do it maybe twice a year, honestly.
1: Yeah, because it keeps on raining, like, randomly. And See, then... so
0: there's always something, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, if you're trying to build, again, if you're trying to build self-control, you yeah. must be self-aware. Yeah. So this weird thing where you're, like, you have all these little backup excuse, excuse, or, like, rationalizations. Yeah. It's more like a rationalization yeah um it's really not true, so it's like if you can pinpoint like oh, this is just a small thing, yeah it can stop bothering you,
3: yeah,
1: other things like sometimes I wish for us is to have I know it's our lifestyle that we've been in business for so long,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and everything we do at home it, because I bring it up right, <laughs> most times I bring it up is because it's business, like or I have an idea or things like that, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm trying (laughs) to think of what else I can talk about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're saying that you want to talk about something else, but it always ends up being business? Yeah. I see.
1: It's like I want to break free a little bit from photography. Mm. Like, uh, I know we have weddings like this weekend. I know that. But... And a lot of business owners will probably know what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that, yeah, when you live and breathe your business, you, you want an outlet, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, my outlet currently is going out to the ocean to paddle surf and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when speaking to your spouse is different. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak to you about paddle surfing all the live long day, you'll be like, I don't know anything about this and I don't know what you're experiencing, (laughs) right? So I want to find like another common ground where we can just, you know, speak freely, but then not about business. And that's like another self-control, I feel, that um, either both of us have to be aware of, right? Because you'll have tendencies of, now that you're taking over emails you would tell me something about so and so is looking for this and that and then and then the conversation goes on because i think of something else to input to what you were saying yeah. and then it becomes another business talk like, yeah, yeah. Mm. and i i feel something in the back of my mind that it it like i feel drained mm. yeah. yeah and then um uh, Kwa would ask me, "Why are you so calm on a wedding day?"
0: <laughs>
1: I'm, zoned now, I'm zoned. Yeah, like I'm enjoying everything. I'm shooting. I'm I'm creative and all that, right? Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, I am calm because I don't want to be drained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. talk about this business more than enough. I do not want to talk about it further. Did he ask
0: me about business? Is that why? Right? No.
1: Oh, okay. No, it's like.
0: Well, how did you feel when we went out with Hovig? Because most of our conversation was focused on not business.
1: Well, yeah, when we hung out with Hovig, it was good because it, it was about it business?
0: Only a little. Just a little bit? Very little. Yeah,
1: and I, I, I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed, like, you guys were just talking and I was just listening because it allowed me just to <laughs> zone I, out.
0: I worry about you sometimes because sometimes yeah. I know I have a tendency to over speak. Uh, yeah. When I get talking, especially because you don't watch shows or you don't, yeah. you're not really um, attuned to like current events. Yeah. And I'm like, because I'm a jack of all trades, I have my mind in everything, so yeah, I can really talk to anybody. Yeah. But like, um, I worry about you sometimes because like you'll just be sitting there. You're like, I haven't seen that. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, who is that? Who's like we? And then I know celebrity names. And Yeah. Like, how do you remember all these goddamn celebrity yeah. names? I'm like, I don't know. They just it sounds. I'm sure, you know like I just remember and like um I have more of that like you have a very like one track mind mm-hmm. for so long which was like uh, your business yeah you know and then like because you didn't make time for anything else and I think because you don't have an interest really for anything else like I always wonder like oh why don't you like TV shows or play <laughs> video games or like do yeah. anything other than like uh, like other than um, obscure sports, like yeah. you, know, you didn't play like basketball or soccer, like the like the popular sports, you do like the obscure sports.
3: Yeah, you know what
0: I'm saying. So like it's you just very niche, you know. You're, yeah. You just are Yeah, it's
1: very niche. It's always been very niche. Yeah, so, and I don't know. <laughs> I like. <laughs> it's not bad. I'm I like saying. those type of sports. I so just,
0: I just have the tendency to.
1: <laughs> I don't like. Speak with um, everything yeah it's if i kind of think about it yeah the sports i've been into um like wrestling it's always been a solo sport yeah it's always been a strength sport and i i feel like i always like strength type of sports mm-hmm. you know or like weight lifting or yeah. uh, just working out yeah. uh solo again um yeah surfing is the same thing solo again
0: well it matches your upbringing right yeah. like you grew up alone
1: yeah um, community wise like soccer uh, like team sports team sports I was never into I mean I like basketball but I was never into it um, I mean I, I tried playing with the guys uh, and then got injured <laughs> and then I was like I'm not coming back <laughs> But I do like tennis which is solo again
0: yeah, you haven't picked up a tennis racket in years. Yeah, in years because
1: <laughs> no one lives around us to want to play. <laughs> you have to play, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I really don't know. I mean,
0: was that? I mean, was that okay? With TV,
1: you? yeah, TV. I'm like, I grew up with it. I watched it every day in the shop, you know, after school, mm. and I think I exhausted it too much being young, and I. I did all my life for like probably like eight years of watching intense television that I just got over it mm. so by the time when um, I went to public school in seventh to eighth grade, then friends were a little different right They were into skating and then I got into skating and um, and being out was just the norm
0: so how like if you want to talk about more than just business yeah. And obscure sports because not too many people can relate on that. Like, yeah. how how will you like expand your horizons, I guess, to like talk about something other than business and sports?
1: I don't speak about sports at all, I don't think.
0: No, you always talk to me about your, your paddle surfing. Yeah. You've told me this story like five times.
1: Oh. Like, I know already. Please,
0: <laughs> Please I know already. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, it's not sports, then it would be food.
0: <laughs> well, that's what I'm asking you. I'm like, yeah. well, like, if you want to talk about something other than business, what work are you doing Yeah. to uh, relate to other people, I guess? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, most of the people that we hang around, it, it, like, I think in relationship with them, they're in the same industry as us. Mm-hmm. So it's sometimes very hard to not try to bring anything about that industry up. Why? Because I don't know, there that's what everyone kind of starts off with a commonality, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Until, you know, for example, Hovic likes uh GOT, then it was easy for you to click. Yeah. If if you watch Breaking Bad, then it would be easy for me to chime in, right? (laughs) (laughs) So it 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 all depends, or you know, yeah, 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 or like at the Royale, like yeah. yeah. Um, But other than that, no, I wasn't into GOT. Yeah, Um, you don't need to be. Yeah. I was never into, like, Lord of the Rings or any of those uh, type fantasy. you said,
0: you hate elves. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay. (laughs) I hate elves. (laughs) I was like, okay, bye. (laughs) Creepy, man. (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs) But, um... Yeah, was there anything else about... um, that you wanted to speak about today
0: yeah definitely I mean I have a lot of things I just wanted to allow you to speak a little bit more because like I sit and edit these things right so I have to listen to myself and like I'm very used to um I love talking I love talking about emotions and all that stuff and like I love getting my voice out because I never did it when I was young yeah so I love this platform so I was like I need to find more ways to get Chi involved because I'll speak for ninety minutes, like I said, and you'll be like, "That's cool."
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> like
0: <laughs> this is not a good like interaction or engagement. And I wanted you to feel more like free to speak. Yeah. You know, like uh, the moment I would see, I would see little blips of it. Were you feeling? You could talk, and you could, like, really dig in deep to what you're thinking. Yeah. And I want to give you the chance to, like, not speak over you. Yeah. And, like, I but hear I, you. I
1: noticed that you do talk a lot when you're drunk. <laughs> a lot. Like, you
0: didn't know that. I told yeah, you that. Yeah, me
1: and Hovig are just, like, staring, and you're just <laughs> going off, like...
0: But <laughs> he well, asked me. You asked me about coffee. Then, I'm going to tell you about coffee. And then everyone's
1: fingers are, like... <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Talk too much. Right. Well, that's um, right why I'm like, I want to hear what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I got everything out of my head. of What has been in the back of my mind is...
0: Well, you didn't tell me all the things that were bothering you. It can't just be flies and car wash and windows. You said there's so many things on your plate other than business.
1: Yeah, like cleaning the home, like the inside um,
0: but dude, you never do that. Like I do that.
1: No, I. You know, like I. I always think that if I. But
0: well, that's our trade. Like you know, you work very hard, so I'm like, cool. I'm gonna no, I
1: want to clean. Out. Sometimes yeah, I, I feel like cleaning is very therapeutic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Just like mopping the floor and
0: yeah, zoning yeah, I out.
1: Love <laughs> I just like zoning out. Just yeah. you know, it's a brainless job, yeah, so it allows cool. the brain to relax, uh-huh. and I feel like that's why. Well, then no one
0: edits. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's one day, right? Like, you're crazy and you like to edit everything in one day. You still have the rest of the days.
1: No, I like, well, I I have an agenda, and I always stick with my agenda. And if the agenda, like, goes to a different day, it just pushes everything else back. Um, Since we have a wedding schedule, we know what's coming up in the week. Mm -hmm. And I already know from past experiences how stress it will feel when you have all these events lined up already. And if your edit is just like a day before that event. So it's, it's not fun. So that's why I already know what I'm going through. So I'd rather get it done.
0: But, okay. So there's so many times where um, you'll be done working out or you'll be done editing. Yeah. And then you'll just hide away upstairs. Yeah. And you're on your phone.
3: Yeah. I because it's brainless.
0: I know. So, but you just said oh, I want to clean the house. You've never done that to be like, so you always choose the phone yeah. over the cleaning, which you say you want to do. I don't know why if you're being recorded and you want to say something nice. Yeah. But like you always are on the phone and like you're so quiet up there doing your thing. <laughs> yeah. like, okay, you're always talking about like not being on your phone or, you know, you're so stressed out. or yeah. hate social media, but you're, you're like stuck in the wheel basically or you're stuck in the system.
1: Um. so being on the phone is in the system like. that's what
0: you say I'm
1: just, <laughs>
2: I'm just
0: calling you out to what you said to me you're like I hate being on my phone all the time and I want to put my phone away and yeah. then I'm like but that's what you do after you work out you'll go you'll not take a shower immediately after you work out which yeah. is like that's why you break out. And I keep telling you, I'm like, yeah. you should take a shower right after you work out because it's all that shit settles into your pores and then your pores close and then you break out. Yeah. And then what you do is you go back, you be on the computer mm-hmm. and you say and answer emails instead of taking a shower. Yeah. So I'm like, I just wonder why you continually dig yourself into these really weird places. I don't know <laughs> it's like <laughs> I just
1: it's you, sort you know? of like
0: but I want to nag you but like, it, it's like <clears> that's why
1: you know I mean I guess it's that's like sort of uh you're on just hiatus
0: <laughs> oh what does that mean
1: well it's like uncontrolled or it's been a habit or something for uh-huh. so long that you don't even realize that you're doing it uh-huh. yeah
0: I'm just trying to help mm. that's all
1: yeah. yeah well i mean you did bring it bring awareness but yeah I'm, i really don't know
0: okay yeah well i mean i don't want to keep bringing trying to like like if my job is to support you right mm-hmm. as your wife and stuff so i'm trying to think about all the little things that i could do yeah i can't do everything but i can do some things and i can remind you sometimes to like hey if you take a shower <laughs> yeah. don't break out and you hate breaking out? Yeah. I know that. And then uh, um, it doesn't make you feel confident and all that stuff, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm like, so why why continue to do that? Yeah. <laughs> I just remind you, like, you just easily could just go take a shower.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then How about then, yourself? Like, what do you need support with?
0: I need support with um, words of affirmation
1: yeah words of affirmation which i know is not yours
0: <laughs> i know your strong point is to buy me stuff so like the other day you bought me shoes uh-huh. i was about to go pay for my shoes and you're like okay i'm like oh it's being yeah it's trying to give me something you know and i'm like that's great i love that i don't don't stop doing that that's great but yeah. what i what i really need from you is um you know um like say i think of something good in our marketing and mm-hmm. You see the you see the results, right? Yeah. What I'm so fucking thirsty for is like, oh, good job, Chi. I really appreciate you coming up with like that mm. or whatever, and like you acknowledge, that yeah, I
3: am,
0: what my job basically. Yeah. Because like for me to be to come into your world, to come into wedding photography, to do second photography, with no pay. Yeah. Right. With no questions. Yeah. Because it's expected in my head and where i came from before i met you yeah um in taekwondo it was very militaristic you did what your master your teacher said yeah. out of respect it's like clarif it's like how my master is right now or my my past master in taekwondo they expect you to give 110 percent with a very low pay yeah. if, if that yeah and that's like expected of you And I was like, so I was used to it because that's how you were. Yeah. So that's why I didn't say anything. At the same time, because I was burnt from that experience, I was really, like, conflicted about, I feel like I'm being taken advantage of again. But I don't really know how to, like, I know Kevin loves me and all that stuff. Like, I know we're doing this kind of, like, together, but I don't like how to
3: communicate.
0: The, the, the parts that I feel that I'm taking advantage of. There's great parts, but there's some parts where I feel like I'm being taken advantage of, but I don't know how to communicate that. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just quiet. Like, <laughs> it's not your fault that I was quiet. That's me bringing in my uh, trauma into our relationship yeah. and not being able to communicate to you because you were like, what the hell? Like, talk to me. Like And I'd be like, just lock you away and shut you out. And now mm-hmm. that's, you know, when we were first together. And then finally, when I learned it was safe to speak, but I did it in such a way that was hurtful almost. Mm. And it, like, scared the shit out of you. You we were like, oh,
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i never seen <laughs> this
0: lady. She's going to leave me. So, like, we had that, you know, we had that moment where it's like, oh, I can speak up. But I did it in such a way that came from, like, a hurtful place, a traumatic place. And um, it kind of probably scared you. Like, you, know, you told me it scared you. It was like, dude, if I say anything out of line, it's like, you're going to leave me. Yeah. And it's like, that's a worse, that's such a bad thing to hold over people. Like, I'll fucking leave you if you don't do this. Yeah. Like this, um, it's very Asian style where it's, uh, it's called conditional love. Mm-hmm. I only love you if you're doing this for me. Yeah. It's not unconditional, right? Like, and we both grew up that way. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you don't do this, it feels like, I'm sure your parents love you and I'm sure my parents love me no matter what. But when you're young, it's like, if you don't get an A, I don't love you. That's what it feels like. So like we bring all this fucking trauma into our real adult relationship. And so that's why we're like 10 years later still figuring shit out, which is okay. I like that Mm -hmm. because I have somebody who's willing to do the work and willing to figure it out, even though we're like, oh, we're fucked up. Oh, but we can figure it out.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So like for me, coming into your thing, your world. And then, like, I learn your craft, you know. And uh, that's Which, why I, I was telling you I empathize so much with all of our seconds. Because mm-hmm. they're not you in the way that they can't um, strive through and be really laser-focused on what they want. Yeah, Like, we- I want this. Nobody will get in the way. We're more like, it's, like, it's more important for us to be surrounded by good people uh-huh. doing good work that we're proud of that we don't necessarily have to like feel the whole weight or the whole responsibility. Like I'm sure you feel an incredible weight and responsibility of this company that you built, right? Mm. I get that. I understand that because mm. I, f- I feel like I've been on both ends. Yeah. and uh, And that's why like it's so nice and comfortable for me to be where I'm in in a position of support. But for me... What I need from you, and I think what are the rest of our team needs is a nurturing words of affirmation, no matter what no matter what their upbringing is yeah and I've seen the incredible result of making that change yeah where it's like I'm going to tell you you did a really good job I'm going to show you in the pay that you make.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't
0: have any question or assumption or like do they do they really value me or are they just taking advantage of me
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, I've had that experience where it's, like, I know I'm really good because everybody tells me I'm really good. And I feel it, too. Like, I feel like I'm in my groove. Like, for example, the Taekwondo thing. Like, I feel it. But what my masters or uh, what my teacher want from me is, like, everything. But they don't want to pay me anything. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to tell me or recognize me in a verbal way. They just think that you get it because oh like for example they'd be like like my, my master would ever say good job you're doing such a good job I appreciate the time that you that you spend here and you stay after and you clean and you teach the kids and you you just I see that you dedicate a lot of time like I see you right mm-hmm. no they'll never say anything like that they'll just be like I think you can skip this belt or they would pay for one of my testings. Yeah. And then I have to assume, oh, so I'm doing a good job? Okay. So yeah. you kind of get used to like, this indirect way of being acknowledged or recognized, but you don't really know. Yeah. You don't really know what they're thinking. And then maybe they'll do something that doesn't feel like normal.
3: Yeah,
0: And you're like, oh, did I, did I mess up? And they never are straight with you. Always indirect always indirect about if I messed up or if I'm doing good. So you just, you don't feel uh, secure. You don't mm-hmm. feel safe. And you're trying to give and support and be the best worker that you can be or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, but I don't hear shit. And like uh, the moment I changed that with the, with the team and stuff, mm-hmm. they changed immediately. I was like, oh.
1: Did your parents ever gave you words of affirmation?
0: Yeah, later.
1: <laughs> later? Like how later?
0: Like when I'm older. Like when? Like in my 20s.
1: Oh, in your 20s. So yeah, nothing 20s. for sports or uh, academic or...
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Growing up and everything. A
0: little, yeah, yeah, yeah. still. But um, the reason, the, the tricky thing about being young... And maybe being just me, like, I remember a lot of the bad more. Hmm. Not that I mean to. It just yeah. stings more, maybe. So, like, like when you burn your hand on a fire, it's much more memorable than when all the hundreds of times that you were cooking and nothing happened to you. Yeah. So just I would
1: say, yeah, it's very similar. Um, just going back to the upbringing i think everything spawns from upbringings right yeah. like yeah that's why some people are just not self-aware when they're growing up and when they get into a relationship now they're trying to match their upbringing with someone else's upbringing mm-hmm. and someone's personality with their personality it's that's why relationships are sometimes hard right mm-hmm. um you don't know their true self until you actually been with them for a long time, yeah. Um, but I would say for me, I never had words of affirmation growing up. Maybe oh, that no. is why I never <laughs> say any praise to anyone.
0: I know, but I'm telling you. But then, I mean. yeah, you're telling me.
1: But now I'm like self aware. Yeah, yeah, where I came from.
0: And with our team, I'm yeah. telling you to tell them. You need yeah, to just text them really quick. That's yeah, I say that a lot, right? Like just text it really. But quick.
1: I don't text them. I I just tell them. But In yeah, the and you, go,
0: you go the extra mile, so I yeah. like that. Yeah, I, like I, that I just
1: topic. tell them. Yeah,
0: yeah. So. And I think you made a huge change on that too. Be like that's that's notable. Um, you're slowly making room for others. Yeah. Especially our team. I think you're. Um, I'm feeling less like. I'm feeling less. I'm hearing less complaining
2: mm-hmm.
0: about like how you're gonna how you're gonna do that, how you're gonna afford it, or how like. I think it's more becoming natural to where you're like yeah I'm just I want to take care of them. Yeah. And then boom like the, the conversation is like there's no like extra after that. Yeah. Which I'm so like oh cool thank god. Cuz like I don't want to feel like um like it's just me. Yeah. Or like in a in, say for example a parent situation, oh mom gives me everything. Yeah. But dad doesn't give me everything. Mhm. Like that's kind of how I think of our team. It's like I don't want them to pit us against each other or think of us as separate. Yeah, We must be on the same page. And when I, if I, you know, give you guys some bad news or something or good news, know that it's coming from both of us that we both made this decision together. Yeah. You know, like, for example, um, not sending somebody on a certain uh, assignment because we don't feel you're ready for it, you know? And then I don't want you to feel this other person to be like, oh, does so-and-so not trust me? But you trust me. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, we are a unit, you and I. Mm-hmm. And that when we make decisions for the company, it's for the company, right? It's not this weird, like, favoritism thing or, like, spiteful or nothing like that. We are professional. We run this business professionally. Mm-hmm. And that even though there are two people at the top, kind of, like, we are working together, to make the best decision yeah, and not like going behind each other's back and be like, cause that happened to be like, I don't know if I told you, but like in Bells, I was like, I'm going to make it better than yours.
1: Yeah. Like Yuri told me.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I didn't like that feeling. It yeah. started out as like, that's a good intention kind of to like, let, let's, let let's reword that. I want to make, I want to improve upon the system that I know about. Yeah. That's really what I wanted to do. But in my I mind, wanted to
1: see, it was like the experimental company, right? Yeah. yeah, it was like, oh, what, what can you improve on?
0: You didn't say it like that. It was like, I don't trust you. I don't trust that guy and this girl. Mm-hmm. So you just do your thing. Yeah, I'm just gonna give you a referral because I already booked on that day anyway. Yeah, that's how it always came off. Yeah, I know that's where it came from too. It's like. Because you don't see the value or the potential in us yet. And then that made me angry. So I was just like, well, I'm going to fucking show you. <laughs> you know, that's how yeah. I felt. Like, but it's not a good place to be in to start. Like, anger is is useful because it makes you act. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to fucking show you. You yeah. know, you get uh, determined and stuff. Yeah. Uh, versus before, I'd be, I'm so, like, I can be very, very laissez-faire. Like, just let the chips fall where they may. But because I was angry... I mean, the good—the good side or the bright side—is like, oh, we were able to push through. Yeah, I was able to find some determination there because otherwise, I would not be ambitious.
3: <laughs> yeah. So whatever, and, yeah. We like. We <laughs> and I like that
1: feeling that you got that drive, that ambitious.
0: And then I was able to, like, yeah, understand you more because yeah. you're like, that's what I want to see, right? Like, I don't want to see you be lazy and shit. Like, I don't want to just give you shit. So I get that. Like, mm-hmm. you're like. You need to prove to me, basically, and I was like offended because oh, I'm like, oh, I'm your girlfriend, so you gotta make you know special, you know. Our I feel like wife. yeah, I'm your wife, so you gotta make like special. Case like for how me.
1: often? How can you teach someone to be ambitious? Right? It, it's hard. If you don't, you can't teach it. It's like it either comes to you or you're in a state where you need to make some change. Something has to. Like, interrupt your patterns of how you normally do things, right? Or either, just like Riverside, you hated your job so much, something has to grow from that, that you have to go out and do your own thing and escape and do it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Right? To be ambitious. So, for me, I really didn't know how to do it other than that way.
0: I know. (laughs) I was like,
1: let's just do it. I know. I (laughs) forget it, you
0: know. I mean, like... It was a wake up call for me. It was a lesson that I needed to learn. Like I, I look at a lot of the um, the traumatic things that happened in my life. I'm like, oh, you know, like yeah, uh, the relationship that I had before you, I had no voice. Like mm-hmm. if you met me before, like you'd be probably hella turned off. You're like, ugh. <laughs> You know, the only yeah. thing would be like, oh, it's a it's a pretty girl whatever, but she's fucking there's nothing going on there. Yeah. You know, so I think it was a nice wake up call for me to <laughs> develop a voice. And you always you say always strong minded, like I developed that with you. Yeah, because you in a way indirectly like supported me to go find it because I was like, dude, the only way I'm going to be able to be happy or find happiness with you is like if I voice what I want not in a way that's like demeaning or uh, totalitarian or like a dictator, but like in a way that's like no this is where I am this is who I am I've built myself to this like so come get it now So that like that's how I would see it. It's like I need to be the best person that I am and like there were so many times where you did push me to go okay so, I have to show him that I'm worthy of or I have to show him that a podcast is worthy of this. Mm -hmm. How can I do that? And I had to think like I had to like problem solve. I couldn't just be like, let's do it. And you're like, yay, let's do it. No, there's so many times I had to think outside the box to show you the value of podcasting or marketing the way that I do or doing anything that we're doing now. You had to be uh, pitched and shown results and like, it's a real business, so, like, you were just kind of acting like a real CEO, basically. Uh. And then me to come in with zero experience, um, zero proof, right? I'm just trying to sell you on, like, dude, like, some other people are doing this. Like, I feel like you can do this. Like, so I had to just really figure out how to speak and give voice to new ideas. And, yeah. like, you already had your, your, your gears were moving. Yeah. The machine was working. Is well-oiled machine. So it's like, I get it. Like, I had to go... uh, I had to really, like, (laughs) put a lot of force. It's like a train. It's on a track. It's like, how are you going to move this train off the track? It's got one one direction. You can't just go everywhere. Yeah. So it takes a lot of force to stop that train and to, like, load it on with new ideas and can you take on the new load of this idea that's going to weigh a little bit more than what you're used to. Like, so I had to make that kind of, like happen right mm-hmm. so it's cool like to me it's uh it's all kind of like meant to be because those are the lessons I feel like this is what I believe is like okay I had some like massive gaps in my life where I didn't learn how to be outspoken mm-hmm. or how to communicate so like then I got hit with some trauma right so you're like okay so
1: or just you're <laughs> a tough skin
0: right yeah and, uh, and But some people, they don't get out of it, or they turn to drugs, or they turn, so thank God I didn't turn to any of that shit.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Good. Uh,
0: I just turned to talking to myself in the car or watching. Um, the reason why I know a lot of celebrity names is I would study other celebrities and how they speak. Huh. That was how I got out of being able to speak. Yeah. Like, uh, and not stutter over my words and stuff. So I would imagine that, and I would just practice. And I was like, thank God, like, that was my drug. You know, I watch a lot of television. I watch a lot of, like, things, that, but I was learning from it, like, anime.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And the, the small, minute detail, like, when they draw a certain thing, like, we just watched another anime. Yeah. And there's so much detail within that anime that made me, like, pay attention to certain things, and I would learn from that. And the same thing with, like, celebrity interviews. I just pay attention, like, how they sit or how they even move their head or whatever like i would try to like soak all that shit in. So maybe whenever i speak in a public forum that i don't look really timid and meek and shy and like not have anything to say. Yeah. So i feel like everything that we've gone through it's just lessons that i'm meant to learn and it took that time that it took because whatever I was like really dumb in that area or whatever like and it just took me time (laughs) like okay so because I look at Jenna and she has still some lessons to learn too but there's others that she really accelerated in
1: I think everybody has a lesson to learn
0: yes everyone is
1: good at certain things naturally
0: and then some you're like zero
1: (laughs) yeah and then and then that's where they would have to fight themselves to (laughs) try it meet at someone else's level yeah. where they fill in the gap and they're better at that whereas, yeah, the other person is not.
0: And that's why our our, our marriage is so, is so awesome because we I think we do fill in the gap for each other but we have a very similar upbringing so we can understand each other
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like sometimes <clears throat> one person has to understand more than the other. Yeah. Like in our toughest time, and I'm sure there's going to be tougher times or another tough time, not tougher, but another tough time later in the future. But like last year, one of us had to be more understanding than the other, in in several ways. Yeah. And so it was a cool little like seesaw, and then like allowing each other to to do that, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then still be together at the end.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> it,
0: was, it gets a lot. It gets intense.
3: Well,
1: nothing is easy in life. <laughs> nothing easy. Well, yeah. I
0: mean, yeah, you'd often be like, why is it hard? I'm like, I guess because it has to be. <laughs> Everything is hard. Anything hard. that you
1: freaking like to do in life <laughs> is difficult.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. like
0: your your journey with uh, <laughs> subsurfing. And right?
1: like I told you, <laughs> yeah, with the journey with subsurfing, is like, yeah, anything that you like to do and you want to do it, you want to be there at that level that you see everyone's at, right? But then if it was that easy, then everyone would be doing
2: it. Exactly.
1: Yeah, and then if, like coffee, if you want to be at those barista levels, right, then mm-hmm. everyone would be doing it. Yeah. And then right. your your passion won't be as fun and challenging anymore. That's true. You'll be craving other things. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, I got tested the other day because, like, so... The, uh, the software that we used just to update you. The software that we used to uh, roast coffee um, didn't work because they updated it. And uh, and it's always a little hinky because it's an open source software. So you kind of just have to, like, work with all the little glitches and then somehow you figure it out. And that's how we did it the first time. The second time around, they've got this new sleek system. And we try to do it. Even Chi tries to do it. Can't figure it out. And then uh, I was like, fuck, man. So what am I going to do? Just like not roast? No, I had to roast. Like mm-hmm. my, my aunt ordered some coffee and I was like, I got tested because I started to think, am I just not going to roast now because I don't have access to this software? And I was like, no, no, I'm going to freaking learn how to do it on the little panel of the machine. And yeah. I figured out how to do it. And it was so, um, it was so cool. It was like a, a little moment for myself just being, because um, I, I want to be a coffee roaster. Like, I want, to, I want to have that, like, after my name. Like, I want to be very knowledgeable. I mm-hmm. want to be up there. I want to do that whole thing. And I'm like, I'm in it. I'm like, right now, like, history is being made. Kind of like I told myself. Yeah. Like the motivation. Like, history is being made. Like, I'm fucking figuring it out, you know? No, history then, is
1: being made. I mean, you should appreciate <laughs> and I that do. you stepped in. Yeah, I yeah. do
0: appreciate it so much. And I was like, I'm going to fucking learn how to do it. And so there were times where I get frustrated and I walk away. And then I would think, oh, maybe they have it here. Maybe they do this, you know. And so I would just keep coming in and keep stabbing at it. And then finally, I found uh, the little manual to do it on the panel because it's like no information out there is consistent and easy to get to. And I'm like, that's fine because like everything you love is hard. It's hard for a reason, right? And so I figure out how to do it. And without artisan, without (laughs) writing anything down, because a lot of the knowledge I have now is almost second nature and I know just kind of by look and smell and going through the motions already, and I was able to make a really good batch. Hmm. And then um, the look of the coffee and all that stuff, you know, I do the best that I can with the machine that I have. If I have a better machine, I think I could like, I could really nail it. Yeah. But because of the limitations of the machine, yeah, you see some scorching and stuff like that, no problem. No big deal. And I was like, dope. So, this is proof. Like, it was just a proof to me, to myself, like, okay, you're faced with a pretty big bump in the road. How are you going to get around it? Mm-hmm. If this is really your passion and you're really talking about you want a rose coffee, like, this is my test to myself. Yeah. And I was like, are you going to fucking, what are you going to do? So, I was like, fuck, ah, man. Like, I just got to learn how to do it. Yeah. And like, I was a really, like, kind of like, nervous. And I was pressing buttons back there. You could hear it was like, fucking beeping. I was, like, freaking out a little bit. Like, I don't want to do this. I, don't I was, like, getting a little, like, nervous and anxious. Yeah. And I was like, fuck it. Press everything. Just, like, see what it does. Like, don't be afraid of this machine because you mm. don't have this other uh, this other thing that you learn first, right? And I was like, oh, shit, man. Like, it's even more limited, too. Like, you don't have the close the door. You don't have the stop the mm-hmm. steerer or stuff like that. So I just had to work with what I had. But then I still enjoyed it. I was still having fun. So I was like, cool, man. This is like my proof. Like, I passed the test, I think. Like, I'm here. I'm here to stay. I'm going to roast coffee forever. And I think I'm just going to get, keep getting better, better, better. I'm going to keep reading shit over and over. And and the the next time I read, I'm probably going to learn something new. And people are enjoying it. People are actually like, getting excited there I think they're finally like the more that I do it the more that I talk about it they'll see my passion and they'll see that it's not just this thing that I'm yeah. doing on the side and um that's cool because I I want to share it yeah I want to share this with people and I want people to understand coffee or <laughs> appreciate coffee the way that I do mm-hmm. like you we were telling Hovik.
1: Yeah, and he
3: I was think. Like, uh,
0: oh my God! There's like
1: no, so he, you were edu- you were educating him up the wazoo. I saw his reactions because <laughs> I was on the other side, <laughs>
0: and I was drunk as hell. I but he like... loved it.
1: He <laughs> yeah. loved it. He he got a spin off of it. Yeah, yeah. And now he's now he's more smart. He's more educated mm-hmm. when he goes to the store, yeah. just like everyone else uh, would once you start doing the same thing.
2: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so yeah. it it's just showing that how much. Uh, these challenges and things that everyone likes to do is how are they committed? Yeah. You know, are you committed? It's just showing the level of person they are. Are yeah. they a committed person? Mm. Yeah. Versus a person that flakes.
2: Yeah. Or, right. <laughs> so Fuck,
0: man, getting deep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, yeah just uh, just a show. I mean, I would say John was committed to his work. Uh, he's been with us probably the longest, um, but yeah, he was a, a committed person. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, and then yeah, if we get um, invited to his wedding, that's something we will <laughs>
2: say. <laughs> you invited him, dude.
1: I'm just joking, man. If you're hearing this, <laughs> he
2: doesn't listen.
1: Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> like you know, like you wanna you wanna share that about someone. Because you see it in that person, like, hey, you're, yeah, you're committed to your words. You're, you're committed to your actions. Mm. Um, and the same thing goes for coffee roasting, for photography. Like you built all this from ground up. Like even Black City Coffee was built from ground up.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, you're in a whole another level by now yeah. because you keep, you're learning things every day. Yeah. Yeah. Every time you roast, you're learning something new. Uh, software doesn't work, but I have to not depend on the software, but right. depend on my actual skills. Yeah. Uh, just for the same thing as uh, Photo Booth didn't work, we <laughs> had to go shoot.
0: Shoot it. Yeah. Shoot it instead, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but those are all levels of experience where, you know, we're just learning over time. Yeah. So if things were to happen again in a different time, yeah. uh, in a more... Uh, different setting you'll know what to do
3: yeah very true (laughs) so
1: it's great that you know it all starts here because we all started from somewhere with uh photography we all went through the ropes of failing many times and you just failed with the software not working and you failed many times with some burnt beans so um it's awesome
0: yeah, you know? I love it.
1: And me falling many times on the supboard, getting <laughs> bruises and cuts and
0: But well, you do it anyway. But I love it. You're going yeah. You back out tomorrow. No,
1: uh, I just it's a very like something addicting because you're passionate and you want it to work and you want the best experience yeah. out of this journey yeah, with sure. it. Yeah.
0: And it's like that you get that little bit of uh you get better and better every time you go out. Yeah. yeah. Right?
1: I mean, yeah, you get better. I mean, you get better with roasting every yeah. time because you start, it's like a muscle memory. You're yeah. like, oh, I'm not going to do that again yeah. because I I got a bad reaction from w- when I did that. Yeah. So,
0: Do you feel like, um, you know how you're watching a lot of stuff with your sub-surfing and stuff? Yeah. So I think there will come a time where you'll have to like put all that shit away and then just be intuitive with the, with the water. You were talking about the fear of, um, you said something funny where it was like, isn't it hard to breathe underwater? I was like, yes, it's very hard to breathe underwater because you can't
3: breathe Well, like,
0: like um, uh, beside joking, it was just like, yeah, it's like you get so, uh, it's so much harder to, like, take deep breaths yeah. when you're in the ocean because, one, you're freaking out a little bit, a little bit panicking because you know at any point or you're thinking at any point yeah. that you gonna be taken out by a wave, right? And so um, I was like...
1: I'm watching... So the reason why I'm watching all these videos is not for tips. I mean, I'm educating myself about different types of waves. Like, what's an A-frame look like? What yeah. uh, When you got onto a wave, do you steer right or you steer left? Yeah. So you got to just watch out at the... Like, you're always keeping your eye focused on the water. Yeah. Because the moment that you're not, you're looking back at shore, you get hit. Right. right so that's the thing about surfing that's cool is that once you're out there you're like you're laser focused yeah. like yeah you can be calm yeah. and be one with the water yeah. but um y- you're paying attention it will become second nature to me as i'm more aware of what type of waves are coming my way
0: yeah that's what i was touching on it's yeah like you're gonna learn a bunch of theory and all these little things like i feel like the same thing with the <clears throat> coffee the same thing with photography And there will be times that you have to steer away from all that shit. Or it's like, you don't even think about it anymore, where it's more like it's so intuitive. Yeah. Because you're so present and in the moment. You know what you're looking for. Like in photography, you know the shot that you want, but you've got some weird situation going on. Yeah. And you're like, I know where I want to go. So here, you just try to figure it out. And you like, sometimes you have to carve the image. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to sculpt the image. You're finding the shot and stuff. The same thing like with coffee. I'm like, I know what I'm looking for. Like I don't want, I don't want to like explode the bean where it looks like a super like a corn pop.
3: Yeah. You know,
0: sometimes I would do that because I'm thinking about, oh, they said I'm supposed to hit dry end at six minutes, and I'm supposed to hit first crack at eight minutes fifty six. Like, but nothing's
1: no. too yeah. literal, like.
0: Exactly. So you yeah. just use your mind and your eyes and your senses and your you have. You your have knowledge. to trust
1: your knowledge. Trusting,
0: yeah. Yeah. And being like more present with it, like oh, I'm feeling it here, so I'm gonna just yeah. do this here. Like I, so it's like cool I think yeah that's, you'll, you'll get
2: to that <clears throat> for sure
1: yeah I'm slowly uh, yeah if I was to re- relate to coffee it's very similar you, you have before you actually surf not not everyone does it if mm-hmm. they have been if they've been surfing for a while yeah. because they already know it's second nature to them yeah. but for someone that's starting out you, you can't surf you can't go right into the water you just need to stare and time the sets
2: the, like, set, the waves? Yeah,
1: like the waves. Like, mm-hmm. when does it crash? So how long does it take till it crashes? Oh,
2: that's why are right? counting. So right. I was
1: counting. I was like, it's like 12, 13 seconds in San Ofre. Like, and then what type of waves are coming your way? What type of sets are these coming? Is it like two big ones, then one little small one? Or is yeah. two big ones, and then there's nothing? So you
0: have the pattern in your head you go <clears> out Yeah,
1: and, you, and you go out, and you're like, okay, it's about to crash at 12 seconds, but I have that many seconds to paddle,
2: Yeah,
1: or I have... I know what's about to come my way, so uh, I'm more prepared to duck underneath the wave when it comes. Yeah, so you're not stuck in the rut of yeah. whitewash.
0: Yeah. So, um, so you know it's not like you can read the data basically. Yeah. <laughs> when I was first starting the coffee roast, and he was like, "What the fuck is that?" Like there's like so yeah. many of these things. And I'm like, "What's this?" What's it's this? very similar
1: this? of how you're reading the graphs yeah, and yeah, everything, yeah. Um, and predicting. You're, and predicting. Yeah. You have to predict a little bit, yep. just like with anything. In photor- wedding yeah, yeah, photography, wedding photography, we yeah, predict. A and lot. So it's the same thing with surfing. Uh, you just need to predict that you're going to get on.
0: <laughs> you're going <say>, you're <laughs> to you're, get wiped out or something. You're going to get on that wave, right? <laughs> you're you're gonna going to get smashed.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and um, it's also positive thinking. There's a lot in the anything. Right? Yeah, every, everything that we do for photography, for you to roast you're confident that your roast is going to turn out the best. Same with uh, photography. The moment I step into the hotel room, I know this day is going to be smooth sailing. uh, I'm going to have the best experience, and I'm going to provide the best experience for Mm -hmm. our couples. And that positive thinking attracts throughout the day, and you just gave a really good experience to everyone. Um, And then with, with surfing because you're playing with mother nature, uh, you just need to feel, com- you got to be confident, no negative thinking of uh, you're going to get wiped out
2: yeah. all the
1: time. And that's me, that? <laughs> it's hard <clears throat> because now, I mean, I, I, it's not like photography that can hurt you. Mm. Roasting can't hurt you unless you like, you know, uh, you know grab a f- beans while it was hot. Yeah. With surfing, it can hurt you, Mm -hmm. right? No wave is ever the same. No wedding is ever the same. No roast is ever the same, right? Um, And the most challenging thing for me is facing my fears, which before this incident of me almost drowning with having a leash over like both of my foot being uh, going down that felt like was 14 feet. Mm -hmm. uh, Before that, I was having fun. Yeah. Before that water was just water. Yeah. yeah falling and waves was just falling in water. Yeah. That's how I thought of it. And I'm trying to think of that again. Yeah. Yeah. Before that incident.
0: Yeah.
1: That you had
0: to break up with water. Yeah, I have to <laughs> have to Yeah.
1: Yeah. I need to break up with that, that mindset that water is just water and waves only happen at this this certain area beyond that there's no waves
0: yeah you can go under it
1: yeah yeah beyond that there's no waves it, the turbulent is just right here is only in this section if you kind of think about it right. you look beyond there there's there's
0: nothing
1: there's nothing else yeah. out there to hurt you yeah yeah and that's yeah. why i have to think about yeah it. it's it's like you have to think about okay the force is just a force of water yeah you're going to get tumbled and you're going to get dragged you're going to do all that, but just know that, it's um, temporary. it's temporary. Yeah. Mm. It only happens for five seconds yeah. and that five seconds may feel a little long, but yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. I'm just reminding myself, trying not to panic. <laughs> well, I
2: know. hate panicking
1: because <laughs> I feel like, like when I'm out there, like just going out without my board, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I can go to those three foot, Four foot and have it slam on me and still swim. Yeah. But then something, it brings me back when I start having a board next to me.
2: Yeah.
1: Because now I'm like lugging this other body with me. Yeah. Yeah. Into the water.
0: Maybe you just need a better relationship with your board. Yeah. You're like, oh, I have to lug this thing. Like, I need to trust you know, think, it. Yeah, think of it as it's like it's an extension of you. Yeah. Tom always said trust your equipment, right? Yeah. You're like, mm-hmm. like you're, you're always like, Thinking you're going to fail. Yeah. Like learning to trust your, trust your body too. Yeah. Trust your lungs to hold the air. Yeah. you're just going to, it's just five seconds. You can hold your breath for five seconds. Yeah. Right? So it's like taking, if you can take yourself through the craziest moment. Yeah. In a calm way and like, um, maybe in your mind, because that's where it all starts, right? It's all in your mind.
1: It's all in your mind. If, if, uh, <laughs> if it wasn't for that, I think I would still go out there and, yeah. and like, Make even like you know, um, having a better experience, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, because with
1: that fear base, I'm staying in the center. You seen me, I was like just right there, yeah, just I mean, doing and you bail these
0: a lot, you bail pretty quickly,
1: these one or two yeah. footers, right? Yeah. So, because
0: you have a very small fin, so it's not like you have those long ass fins. I feel like you can keep going, yeah. I was recording you, and then the wave kept going. I feel like you can go longer.
1: No, I saw where it was heading, it was yeah. heading towards shore. I didn't want to hit those rocks, yeah. You already know how shallow it was. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, that's because I'm right there in the middle. So that's where the waves will start to form and it will push you into shore.
3: Yeah, Yeah.
1: The other thing that I learned that was pretty cool is that um, there's five things that influence waves. Uh Um, The swell, the wind. So wind is important because there's onshore and offshore wind. And when it's onshore, it makes everything very choppy. Mm. When it's offshore, that's when it starts to curve, it starts to push slowly.
0: Which is good.
1: Which is good. You want offshore wind.
0: Offshore. Yeah. Coming from offshore. Yeah, from offshore. So it's coming From somewhere from else, oh. like another
1: hurricane in a different state. Oh, yeah.
0: not coming from where the coast is. Yeah. That's bad.
1: That's bad. That's onshore. Oh, onshore.
2: Yeah. And then,
1: yeah, that was, like, one cool thing. Um, the tide, low tide versus high tide. Um, it determines where the waves will break close to shore or away from shore.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, also, the, the reefs as well, the rocks and, or the ground. Yeah. yeah. That's why a lot of people learn how to surf in Hawaii because uh, there, there will be miles and miles of, like, reefs, but then it causes a current. That, wow. And slows down the wave and how it how it comes. you it. fall, you
0: fall on a reef.
1: Yeah, you, you may fall on a reef, which hurts. So, oh, But you yeah. just need to be very safe. Look, yeah. I have <laughs> done that yeah. in
0: Guam, and it freaking hurts. Yeah, it hurts. You have blood after it. Yeah,
1: freaking hurts. <laughs> leopard shark starts to come. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, cool. So um, I have no idea what time we're at right now. Hold on, let me check.
1: Hmm. <laughs> Oh, wow. Is one already? Is it? Shoot.
0: So we've been talking for a long ass time. Yeah. Oh, good. (laughs) I want it it to be more conversational. Sometimes I feel like the show is too rushed because I feel like I have so much to say and I only have this show to say it in. And so I feel like this time I I did a good job basically by just keeping my, like, listening more. Yeah. And being a little bit more calmer with my words. And, uh... Like, it's, I think it's fine to be animated and stuff, but, like, I want us to have a really good interaction, I guess, on the show, and, like, have it mean something real. And more and more, I just want it to be more real, more authentic and more Mm -hmm. genuine, and not be this thing of, like, doing it for numbers or doing it for...
1: Yeah, we're not doing it for views. We're just doing it for... This is our therapy. This
0: is our time to... Ourselves, yeah. yeah, this is our time, yeah, and I get more and more encouraged too because I listen to Bart and Gio's podcast in the beginning when I watch them, yeah, their very first shows. Bart is loud and obnoxious and just playing to the camera, playing to his character mm-hmm. that everybody knows him as Bart, and then same thing with Geo. right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is kind of annoying because I know it's fake, yeah, and then I keep watching them. And they, um, the most recent mm-hmm. one that they did was so, um inspiring and encouraging just as a couple because they deal with like almost exactly what we do. Yeah. That's why I follow them because it's a nice mirror, it's a nice model for us and I like to see somebody on the outside and then they share what they do and they share their little lessons and stuff
2: mm-hmm.
0: and like um, it's very much like there are little steps ahead of us in terms of like uh, being communicative and having the podcast be somewhere like they say the same thing. It's like, we're so busy Mm
3: -hmm. doing
0: the things that we're doing, but we take the time when we do the podcast, we are dialed into each other because now that they have a child, they have many businesses. So they get really like separated from each other, even though you live and work in the same place, it's all work, work, work. Mm -hmm. So the podcast, it started out as something like kind of like a chore, like look at all this stuff I have to do. Right. And then I go edit it later. But The time that we take to be present and to have a real conversation and for me to tell you, oh, I need words of affirmation from you Mm -hmm. or, um, oh, I'm struggling with eating. So don't offer me cheese. You (laughs) You know, to be just real straight up with each other. And it seems like can't you just do that without a podcast? Well, sometimes you get in the habit of just like doing your shit. And you don't take the time. So this is so good that it's, like, for couples who go to couples therapy just to uh, talk to each other, you have to pay for that shit. Like, this shit is free. Mm -hmm. So, like, this is us doing the work and putting in the time into our relationship. And uh, I think more and more people should do it it kind of seems like a chore and stuff, but to me it's like second nature. Mm -hmm. So for us, I think it's so important that we we continue to do this and I see that it works with other couples. I see their communication is tighter. They're friendlier and lighter with each other. used to also take things very personally and uh, you'd see it on camera. Yeah. Whoa, cool. It was like like a real relationship that I can learn from. Yeah. And uh, I want to take that into my relationship and... and that's exactly what I want to do here. It's like, yes, the intent is for us. If other couples like our clients can get something out of it, that's great. That's mm-hmm. perfect. If you get to know us as people, that's awesome. But yeah, for us to take the time and we're dialed into each other, and there's no distraction, um, yeah, that's that's great. Like
1: that's why we we're doing
0: it. That's why we're here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> so, I'm so glad you're with me. So, and that it's like it's it feels so natural now. I right? mm-hmm feel like I'm dragging you yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uh, it's like now it's like uh there's no pushback which is awesome yeah we're gonna go do the podcast cool like (laughs) before there would be so much talk afterward yeah or I have to convince you again and pitch you again why the podcast is good for us yeah And now I don't hear anything which is awesome (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) all right cool so next week um Oh, we'll you have, have a special. Share, share anything else? Yeah.
1: No, that's it. Okay, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So next week we're having a special what?
1: So yeah, next week we have a special guest, uh, Jeff Koga,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, the person that suggested the name for our podcast, "Past the Isle. Yeah. So he will be joining us. Uh, yeah. We'll be I
0: have so much to think
1: casting at our home.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah, yeah.
0: So join us at our home. Finally, get to see our new house. <laughs> yeah uh-huh. um yeah i have so much to thank him for he's been really instrumental in so many so many lessons for me personally so i can't wait to have him on and uh see see where he's at he's gone through a lot of changes as well that i would love to like dive in deep with him mm-hmm. and i've always wanted to get you two to talk so that'll be great too yeah um but yeah so good thanks thank you for joining us here thank you guys on past the aisle and um, you can follow us on
1: Spotify, on Anchor,
0: iTunes, and iTunes, iTunes. and YouTube. On YouTube, yeah. If my video didn't cut out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> follow Chi on Instagram. He's at Kevin Levu. And then you can follow our Instagram, like as a couple.
1: At the Levus. At the Levus, yeah, exactly.
0: All righty. We'll see you next time.
3: All right. Bye. Bye.